0: When we are so focused on where we need to be, right, um, then we are not where we are. You're listening to Relationship Renegade. I am your host. Dr. Jameson Mercier, Licensed Clinical Social Worker, and Doctor of Marriage and Family Therapy. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you. Thank you, as always, for spending some of your time with me um, here on a regular weekly episode. Hopefully, you come back on uh, Saturday, where we'll have Mia uh, Terrazas with us, hanging out for the weekend. I hope you guys uh, had a good Valentine's, for those of you who acknowledge that. um, If you didn't, uh, listen, I get it. If you're not into that thing, more power to you. And so, either way, I hope you're doing well since our last um, conversation. Before we get into our episode for today, I just want to make one quick announcement Starting, um, I want to say next month. Yeah, starting in the month of March, I'm going to be rolling out a monthly webinar. And this is the first time I'm talking about it. So, you know, you're the first to get it. But even as I'm saying it, I have not quite worked out the, um, the final details yet. But it's one of those things where if you don't put it out there, then it is likely never to happen. So you're getting um, the first dibs, okay? First dibs, I want you to know, uh, look out for uh, announcements for a monthly webinar. Now, I will tell you uh, what I know so far. It's going to be scheduled for the last Wednesday of the month, okay? So this is starting March. So you have some time, um, I may do a dry run sometime, but just look out for the end of the month. The last Wednesday in March is when it will start. And this will be about relationships. OK, and the title is going to be the uh, Relationship Blueprint. All right. So that's the webinar. Um, it's free. I want you to come. I want you to participate. Um, and the whole idea behind the Relationship Blueprint is to look at some of the blueprints of the relationships that we find ourselves in um, and try to make sense of it and then use that to build on, right? And that's it. Um, And so it's going to be scheduled for about an hour, um, probably about 9 o'clock Eastern. And, um, yeah, that's, that's all I can say for now. Last Wednesday of the month starting in March, about an hour, last Wednesday of the month. Um, you will have to register. I'm asking for your email so I can send you some information. Um, and it will be via Zoom. So this will be a video webinar. Okay, so um, if, you, if you're available, check that out. Uh, join me for that. And um, let's figure out some of these dynamics. All right. Um, and so that's that. Now, onto our show for today. Um, we're talking about mindfulness. Um, and, and mindfulness is one of these uh, buzzwords. You know, they, uh, it's popular. Um, I feel like it comes and goes in popularity. Well, not never really goes, right? It's just popular and, and less popular, but it never really goes away. At least not um, recently. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I recently had an experience. And when I have these kinds of experiences, I say to myself, well, if I'm thinking about this or I'm feeling this way, then there's got to be at least one or two other people who have this same, um, who's going through a similar, if not same, a similar process. And so the other day, the other day, uh, it just kind of hit me that we're already in mid-March. I mean, mid-February. And I, I just kind of found myself just trying to recount where the days and the weeks of 2021 have gone. Um, and I just had really a hard time. Just trying to recall what I had done, where I'd been, and not necessarily for um for the sake of like uh resolutions um, which which I don't do, and we've talked about this before, but just because I genuinely felt like so much had happened um over these last six weeks or so, give or take. And I just had a hard time pinpointing any of it. And for a brief moment, that caused um, a brief panic for me. And I just kind of had to, you know, just like recount, like, what is it? What happened? And I ultimately ended up um, reaching out to some of my friends, uh, part of my whole support group, my system, um, and I, we're, we have a, uh, a chat group and I said to them, I said, Hey, does anybody feel like all of this is happening way too fast? And they all came back and were like, yeah, totally. As a matter of fact, I feel like they had had, I noticed they had, had a conversation maybe a few days prior that I totally missed where they addressed and spoke to some of what I was feeling. Um, and so when that happened, I said, you know, let's just kind of figure out what this is and and ways to cope, ways some skills and some strategies. And because I've researched this thing, I've studied this thing. Immediately, it just kind of came to me that, hey, you know what, Jameson, let's let's look into how mindful you're being and what's happening. And so what I'm telling you and what what this episode has. I guess, turned out to be is what I've learned and what you can take away if you are uh, experiencing some things that are similar, okay? Now, mindfulness, um, for just a basic definition for the sake of this episode, is this uh, in-the-moment awareness of... um of what is happening. Yeah. Yeah, let's say that. And mindfulness is an in-the-moment awareness of what is happening. Now, we can be in the moment and aware of what's happening um, around you, right? So in your in your uh, immediate space, uh, right? So whether that's looking at the clouds or noticing the rain or noticing the color of the flowers outside your window whatever that is okay it's an in the moment awareness now it could also be an an awareness of what's happening to you emotionally or psychologically right that's one that's often a bit more challenging for people so if you are uh, experiencing something uh, that's emotionally charged Right, you're triggered. You may want to just kind of pause and take note of what's happening for you emotionally. What are you feeling? What caused that feeling or those feelings and emotions to uh, come to the surface? Okay, but that's essentially um, what mindfulness is. Um, and when when I feel like things are just happening too fast, uh, just kind of that's one way I, um, I'm able to slow things down a bit. Right. Um, and and again, it's, it's proven very helpful for me, especially last year, but, um, last year, especially I meant to say, in being able to just kind of focus where I am, what's happening and being mindful in that regard. And so as, you know, it's interesting as, as I'm sitting here and, um, just making sure I get through, through my notes, I'm thinking back specifically um, what really caused me to need to stop. I realized that it had been, I don't know how many weeks and I hadn't seen like my parents. Um, and then suddenly my calendar got like really full and not just full, But here I am also having dates into like May and June. And, you know, it's great to have dates that far out. But at the same time, I say to myself, oh, my God, you know, I have these dates all the way out here. You know, I jokingly was telling my mother, my sister, you know, just "Happy Merry Christmas, because in the blink of an eye, it it's going to feel like. Like it's Christmas already um, like that is literally how I was feeling. Um, have you ever had the experience uh this will this will help uh, illustrate what what I'm talking about um you, so you're sitting in your car in um in a parking lot uh you're parked, whether that's at the grocery store, the mall, just wherever. And you, you're parked, just parked. Maybe you're gonna back out. Whatever the case is, but you have your foot on the brakes. The car next to you, right on you on your driver's side, or even on the passenger side, but the car next to you, they begin to back out. Okay, they begin to back out, and you notice that they're backing out, but rather than realize that. They are the one moving. You feel like you're the one who's pulling forward. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I may be the only one who's ever had that experience, but I doubt it. Um, and so when that happens, at least when that's happened for me, it's created a moment of panic. Right. Almost like like, oh, my God, here I am about to like jump the the stop or run into another car And so you mash down on the brakes even harder. I've had that experience. And when you realize, whoa, okay, listen, you're not the one who's losing it. Um, You kind of laugh at yourself. But that moment of panic that you're about to, you know, have have an accident is very real. And it almost felt like for me that the year was getting away from me. That's... That's what it felt like um, between kids, bills, repairs, um, even in planning for vacations. Right. Um, travel plans. It almost feels like, oh, my goodness, like, OK, so we're just like going through these motions. And and and, and at that point, I had to just say, OK, let's let's really look at some of this. Um, and so. What does mindfulness do? What did it do for me? What does it do for me? Okay, first thing I want to say is that mindfulness is not a cure-all. Okay? Mindfulness is not a cure. Don't, um, don't make that mistake where you assume, hey, you know, I got these things going on. I'll just be mindful and then I'll be better. No, there are some very real psychological and emotional conditions that require um, serious intervention. Okay, mindfulness may be one of these uh, complementary practices, but there are just some things that you just need more. Okay, so I just wanted to put that out there. That mindfulness is not a cure for all of of the uh, what emotional issues problems that we have, the psychological issues that a lot of us experience. Um, so that's the first thing. Let's just be. Let's just get clear on that. Something else though um, that came to my mind was that. Uh, So many, um, so many people get caught up in this idea. uh, Well, not even this idea, this, this uh, struggle, the struggle between where we are and where we want to be or where we feel we need to be. And that creates a lot of problems for people. Hi, we are the Messiah Kids. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Now, I'm not specifically talking about, um, you know, you have a resolution and you're you're upset that, you know, You may not be able to keep it. No, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, Even for some of these positive things, right? These things that we define as being good attributes and noble attributes. We can often get stuck on this. uh, I'm not where I want to be. Um, I'm not who I should be. Right? That whole internal dialogue that we tell ourselves. And when we are so focused on where we need to be, right, Um, then we are not where we are, okay? We are so focused or so future-oriented that we lose the essence of the present. We lose the essence of the moment. Um, And again, it isn't isn't just um, trying to finish school or... Oh, I can't wait till I lose these 50 pounds. It could just simply be I can't wait until the weekend. If you're so stuck on the weekend coming, well, it might be Tuesday or Wednesday. Right? You're not in Wednesday because you are so far into the future, or you're so far, you're already into 20, I don't know, 25, 2026. Okay. In addition to that, um there's this idea of who we think we are versus who we actually are. Okay, and I and I don't mean to you know get too deep in the weeds here, but when we are on this this trajectory of not being who we think we should be and where we think we should be. Then there's this other argument alongside that, right? Who we think we are and who we actually are um, are two different things in many cases. The sim- I'll, I'll use a simple example of um, social media. There is, and you know this, you scroll through people's social media, the, the uh, curated version of yourself and your life there's there's that that is not who you are it may be who you want to be it may be who you hope the world sees when they look at you but you know damn well that is not who you are okay and sometimes oftentimes we we don't recognize that or fail to realize that and that, also in and of itself can be um, problematic. This battle between who we think we are and who we actually are. And if we can get to a point where we learn to recognize and accept and acknowledge who we actually are, things would be so, so much different. Things would just, I can't say that they would be better but things would be different, um, and I'll get into that a little bit, um, uh, a little bit further. Okay, so who you are and who who you think you are and who you actually are is something also to process in this uh, practice of mindfulness. Okay, now something else that happens when we are mindful. We realize that every moment is new. Every single moment is new. And furthermore, not only is it new, this moment will never happen again. This moment as it is constructed, as it is laid out, it, it's a once-in-a-lifetime moment Right. So you may be with friends and you may be with your significant other and you may do that often. You may get together weekly. uh, You may get together on the weekends. But understand that exchange, that interaction, right, that person that you are in that moment, those emotions in that moment. That is a one time deal. And. When I realize that, when I'm reminded of that, it really makes me want to take in as much of that as I can. And the only way to take in as much of that is to be present, is to find a way to be where you are. Okay, I've said, I say this a lot. The best thing you can do is to be where you are. Right, And this speaks to a lot of the distractions in our lives. Um, You've seen this. You've been out to dinner or you're walking by or maybe you're at a bus stop and you see that people are so disconnected, whether that's on their devices, especially their devices, these electronic devices. We are so disconnected and those are moments that are never to repeat. Um, it's even more sad when it's, when it happens within families, right? You see them at dinner or at the dinner table, and there's nothing happening between them. Everyone is, you know, spoon in one hand, phone in the other. And I, that, if you want to piss me off, come to my house and and bring your phone to the dinner table. Yeah, you you'll learn quick. Okay. But if we can learn to be present in those moments, these once in a lifetime moments, right? The practice of mindfulness, but to also be curious, right? It totally changes the experience. Um, In relationships, this is also helpful in that when your significant other approaches you, we do this thing where we automatically assume, oh, we already know what they're going to say. We already know what what she's what she's doing. We've seen this movie before. and I'm here to tell you I do it. I do it. I do it to, to, to her Dean. I do it to my kids. Uh, sometimes I'm joking with them. other times I just genuinely feel like I know what you're gonna say. You say the same thing every day at two o'clock or you every morning it's the same routine. But I'll tell you this. In those days where I am genuinely curious, right? I'm genuinely curious about what are they going to say. I often find that I am surprised. And I love those moments. Same thing happens with my clients. When I consult with clients and you hear their story, after five or ten minutes, after you've done anything for a while, right? Especially uh, mental health and counseling, You create assumptions in your mind and you're like, okay, I see where this is going. But sometimes my clients surprise me. And when I remain curious, I find that, wow, this is something I did not see coming. Right? So those moments, right? Every moment is new. Every moment is new and never to repeat. Okay? Even as you're listening to this podcast. The way in which you are now and listening to it, even if you replay this, it's going to be a different day. It's going to be a different mood. It's going to be a different situation altogether. So let's kind of be mind. Let's let's not kind of, but let's be mindful of that, because the moments are fleeting. And if you have children, you understand. If you have parents, you understand. Um, if you're fortunate just to have them with you, or if, you, or even if you have elderly parents, you get what I'm talking about. Uh, and so, the third thing I'll I'll, I'll bring up is, um, and this is a bit of this is also another distraction. Um, we often find that I often find that people are stuck in this um, curse, this struggle of right or wrong, okay? Um, and I know for some people this, they're uncomfortable with this, and that's fine. But it exists, and so we'll talk about it. There is a lot of pressure to make the right decision. And I don't mean make the right decision when it comes to, um, you know, a college or Select a partner, um, buy a house, right? Major life decisions. But we have this idea of making the right decision in just about every single uh, uh, decision that we make. Can you imagine from the time you wake up trying to make sure that you make the right decision? Guys, Just the thought of that stresses me out. Totally stresses me out. I have to pick the right shirt. I have to pick the right pair of pants to wear. Okay. I have to drive to work in the right uh, lane. Come on. You know, I have to have the right, I have to make the right decision when it comes to breakfast. Or I have to make the right, decision in terms of verse. it's just it is insane it is insane right and we 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 are often uh we can be crippled yeah we can be crippled by all of the by the pressure to always make the right choice the right decision we need to let that go. We we got to let it go. So, you know, are you saying, oh, Jameson, Jameson told me it's not about, you know, right or wrong, so I'm just going to do whatever. No, that's not what I'm saying. Rather, look at things as you're going to make a choice and then that's really all it is. It's not about... uh right or wrong it's a choice now we have biases and we have preferences for sure but you're making a preference it it does not have to be um as big as we make it okay who's to say that if you choose to buy you know uh of a, a truck versus Uh, an SUV that that's the wrong decision according to what standard according to whom I mean who's to say who's to say that you know you chose uh, one brand of detergent over the other and that's that's got to be the right decision you know or the right brand of toilet paper come on people That shit is crazy. Pun intended, right? And so when we get caught, when we get caught in these, right, we are now it's a distraction and it's anxiety provoking, Um, and you know what? 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 The worst part is, right? When we are in fear of making these wrong decisions, um, we we imagine these consequences. Right consequences, um, one, that are of our own fabrication. So we make them up, and they rarely ever happen. If ever, right, they rarely happen. But yet we're bound by this, oh, no, I have to make the right decision. I need to buy some shoes, I need to buy some socks, and it has to be the right pair. When the fact is, in six months your socks might be lost. The shoes, you may not care for them soon. It's those things do not serve us at all, right? But the practice of mindfulness is more about, hey, I'm choosing to do this. And that's really all it is. I, you know, you're here, you're present. And this is a choice you're making in the moment. It has very little, if any, bearing in the grand scheme of things on your life. I tell people, if it doesn't matter five years from now, don't spend five minutes thinking and chewing it over. You know, it it just, that right there is really something that I'm fascinated by, Um This whole idea of making sure that we make the right choice every time. Um, Yeah, that's that one is big for me. So those are just some of the ideas that I wanted to share with you guys, Um, because I know I know and I hear from some of my clients that it can really feel like we're losing control. Okay, Um, it can feel like it's it's going too fast. You know, you're trying to press on the brakes and nothing's happening. And so throughout this season, we'll be revisiting this. And and there'll be there are some more ideas as it relates to mindfulness and some of the things that I've read and studied that I'm going to share with you, not just to give to you, but I'm actively Uh, engage in this process and so it's more of a thing that we'll do together and so I want to say thank you for joining me for this episode for allowing me to share some of my own thoughts Uh, let me know if you found value in this episode and if you did I'm going to ask that you share it Um, you may not know other people need it but I'm telling you right now you know just about anybody in your life could benefit from just some of the mindfulness practices just slowing down a little bit so you have my permission to send it to them okay um leave a review when you do uh, after you've sent the uh, um, after you've shared this episode with them i'd love to hear what you thought about it um anywhere you may disagree uh and what your experience might be. been. Okay. Also, I'm going to say it again. Remember now, in March, we're rolling out our uh, monthly webinar, The Relationship Blueprint. And so, please look out for that. That will be posted on my social media. It will be posted here. Um, and and uh, I'll say it again uh, on some of these upcoming episodes. But let your peoples know. Uh, Put it down on your calendar. Last Wednesday um, of the month, we'll be doing these relationship webinars. Um, The relationship blueprint webinars. So thank you guys. Uh, Thank you for joining. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for continuing to listen. Um, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I really, really appreciate it. All right. If you've not heard it today, Um, I just want you to know that you are appreciated. You are valued. You matter to me. I love you. I care about you. And I hope that you will stay safe. And meet me here next time for another episode of Relationship Renegade. Bye now.